Trent. My good man, Trent. Yeah, dude. I have a question for you, Trent. How can we goose? Oh, hold on. Now I've got a question for okay, you, Trent. Yeah, now that you have questions for me, I have answers. <laughs> I have a question, Trent. Yeah, yeah. How you How you sleeping, man? You know, you know what? Uh the the doc just put me on some new medication, so hopefully I'll be sleeping better soon. We'll you see. Know, we'll Trent, see. I gotta tell you, one of the things that may help you sleep better in this life dirty is pillows. having a quality mattress. Oh, even better than dirty pillows. Those are yeah. things I can actually those are things I can actually wrap my hands around. Oh, you know what, Trent? Pillows. I can and actually sheet. put my face into pillows and sheets you can get too, because what we're talking about is Casper mattress. I have one of these, Trent. Love sleeping on it. Casper is an online retailer, premium mattresses for a fraction of the price. Trent, the mattress industry is inherently forcing customers into paying notoriously high markups. Did you know this? Dude, uh yeah, that's why there's that's why there's always a furniture store that's like going out at fire sale going out of business because the prices are too high no one can pay that stuff yeah well casper no is can pay that casper is revolutionizing the revolutionizing pardon me the mattress industry by cutting the cost of dealing with resellers and showrooms and they pass the savings on to who do you think trent well probably the consumer that is correct directly to the consumer yeah now i'm going to tell you all right now you can get towards fifty dollars towards any mattress purchase by going to netheadsonair.com clicking the Casper link. But Will, and, that's that's but you're talking about mattresses and fifty dollars when you're paying like, you know, seventeen hundred dollars. That's like a that's like that's not even a pot to piss in, dude. That's nothing. Trent, you know, they may cost over fifteen hundred dollars normally, but Casper mattresses cost between five hundred for a twin size mattress, six hundred for a twin XL, seven fifty for full, eight fifty for queen, and nine fifty for a king size mattress. Quoi? They also understand that buying a mattress online can have consumers wondering, how is this possible? It's real simple. They'll give That's you a hundred. How is this possible, Will? They give you free delivery and returns within a hundred day period. It's risk free. It kidding. sounds like witchcraft. No, it's Trent. It's simple. Statistically, lying on a bed for four minutes in a showroom has no correlation to whether it's the right bed for you. That's Weird. like saying I That's talked to a girl for four minutes and I married her. Yeah. Well, I mean, Utah, you know. Oh, good point. Uh, that's why Casper has <laughs> turned the buying process into a risk-free experience. Casper understands the importance of truly trying out a mattress to find out, like these Caspers, that they've got just the right sink and just the right bounce. They do this with two technologies, a hybrid of latex foam and memory foam. You had me at latex, and then the memory was just a, like an added bonus. Well, hopefully it'll help you remember it. So that's it, folks. Go to netheadsonair.com. Click the Casper link, get $50 towards any mattress purchase, and for the love of goodness, get yourself a good night's sleep. Yeah, sleep, because remember, uh, safety first. And then teamwork, teamwork. especially on your bed. Mm -hmm. With clever meme, with funny tweet, I'll never leave my office seat. Those who think they know what's right, listen on Sundays to NetHeads, all right? You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now, so when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a sh ton cooler than your typical geek, giving you the info you need to achieve mega nerd status. Mega nerd status. NetHeads. 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 You guys rock. And now, here's Will and Trent. Yeah, that's right, folks. Another edition of NetHeads here on uh, Smodco Internet Radio. Available at Smodcast.com. Uh, you know where else we're also available, Trent? Uh, the, like, behind Perkins Family Restaurant. 
I don't even know what a Perkins scraps. What is a well? I think out of the garbage can. Trent, I don't know what you do during your oh, off time. Never mind. My bad. I, I, I didn't know that this wasn't a, a direct answer. Okay, where else can we be found, Will? Actually, you know, we can we can be found on uh, on YouTube. But best of all, uh, if you ever go to the episode you're listening to, if you listen to the audio podcast, you'll find the video on uh, smodcast.com. Uh, uh, on the NetHeads uh, episode, per episode will be there. Also, NetHeadsOnAir.com. We post all the videos there as well. Yeah, and uh, NetHeads on Air. I mean, there's other stuff, too. It's not like, you know, like 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 sometimes you go to like a web uh, like a, a web page or a podcast web page, and it's just like, here's the episodes that you're already getting through your through your podcatcher. But we're, we're, we're putting some extra stuff in there, too. We are. As a matter of fact, I uh, I was so compelled by the season finale of The Flash, I, I broke out my fingers, Trent, and, uh, and yeah. I started writing again. Yeah, you, you, you kicked it old school, so to speak. I did. I actually stopped uh, playing with my wood. Yeah. <laughs> Son, stop playing with your dinghy. No, no, with my wood, sir. Oh, I've, sorry, I, sorry. I have built a, uh, I've built a farmhouse table. I've built a matching bench, and now I've been told we need another bench. So, so you did go through with the benches then? Oh yeah, definitely, man. It looks, it looks so nice. I can't believe this is shit I built. I'm not Dude, gonna lie. The picture that you posted of the the table, at least, I like how dark the wood is. I do too, honestly. Though that is not. Like, the, I dig that. That's the not the level of commitment why my wife was willing to go to for the stain. However, uh, I wanted something that would be classic and match anything. Oh, for sure, and then you like that's and that's what's great with dark furniture is it really will go. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there was a time, you know, in the late '80s, mid '90s, where everything was that light uh, brown wood, everything, and boy, <laughs> we couldn't paint over that shit soon enough. Now, Trent, there is uh, <laughs> there is some bright orange wood that is all <laughs> over my house. <laughs> yep, it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Then kitchen cabinets, <laughs> uh, the stairway rails, and even the molding <laughs> around the fireplace. Yep. Yep. Ooh, yeah. We we're uh, that's that's probably going to be one of the next things. Is at least the kitchen cabinets will probably be going to white with new hardware. Yeah. Which is which which you, you paint them white. You, you do some some uh, some of the 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 silverish like the 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 brushed aluminum looking uh, hardware, and you're good to go. There you go. Now you it's like you can read my mind in the backsplash. Yeah. You know what? Nobody gives a shit about kitchen remodeling, Trent. This is netheads. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, it's it's Sunday, Will. Like maybe. Maybe 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 they too are at the Home Depot. <laughs> it's quite possible, even though if you're if you're listening to us or watching us, uh, and you're at you to are at uh, Home Depot. Hey, hats off to you. Yeah, um, Trent. I gotta admit, uh, you are no longer on the view screen here in the office. No, no, no I've I'm, I've I'm got. Sorry. It's okay. I've I've reconfigured things because last week, in case anyone's wondering, if you downloaded episode two twelve, you got uh, also what was supposed to be two thirteen, but it becomes uh, I think it was like two twelve B pretty much. In the, yeah, there's there's like a yeah. We hit that in the stinger, and the reason why is because uh, Trent, I have to admit, I got a little enamored with the concept of video, right? Yeah, it's fun. I it's not bad because I at least get to see a reaction from you instead yeah, of just yeah. hearing it. Uh, yeah. And so we're able to roll it out. And for example, when everything does work, we can do cool things like uh, no longer do we have to be on camera at all times. I can switch away. I spent uh, all this time I've been trying to make fancy shit work when if somebody had just sent me a let me Google that for you. <laughs> I, I discovered very quickly and easily that I could do most of what I wanted just here within the hangout. So I can yeah. let this thing do all the switching for me. And if somebody were to, by the way, Trent, can people contact us on this show? Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, there's, there's, there are many different ways. Traditionally, we've always relied on the Twitter, you know? Yeah. Just, and that's just, a, that's with a hashtag, right? That's what yeah, them kids are calling hashtags. it. Then, then you can be like Carrie Lotion, you know, who who not only is is a uh, uh, smotomite herself, but also a uh, a kind of person who, um, un not unlike yourself, recently gave me a uh, a movie code, so I got to watch a movie. I have no idea what you're talking about, my friend. Yeah. yeah. So uh, again, thank you, Carrie Lotion. The Force has awoken within me, mm. and I also watched the new Star Wars movie, Giggity. Go. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> made a joke about his dinghy uh something it's about something it is it's about time is what it's about trent uh speaking mm -hmm. of time early february 
around the Valentine's season. Uh, I know I said time, and now I'm talking time because that's the way we switch things up here. Uh, also, by the way, Skype, uh, NetHeads on air, or actually, you know what? Here, if you're watching the video, I can make it real easy for you. There you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, not that one. The other one. Uh, yeah, it's it's this one right here. There uh, we go. You can call us NetHeads on air via Skype or 866-610-9455 or YakBet9020 uh, if you want to be able to read uh, what that spells or what numbers though are. It's 925-238-9020. So any of those and you can contact us while we're uh, live on the air. Uh, yeah. And, you know, you can leave messages uh, via that as well. People have, uh, including Mayor of Beertown's Maya Copa, we received via voicemail. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and like, not that big of a deal. It yeah. was good to hear from him. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Hey, by the way, Trent, the other day um, I was watching, like I said, I was so moved by the Flash finale. I wrote about it, but I was also so eager to watch it that... Um, well, let me just say that uh, somehow I was able to sit here in my office and up on the view screen, uh, I was uh, watching a Pennsylvania re- uh, TV station to watch The Flash in uh, real time. Oh, on so the you East can Coast watch feed. it East Coast, East Coast style. Exactly. Ah. And I learned something. There is a company out there that specializes in making variations of our of our very own uh, new favorite drink here, the Haymaker's Tea or uh, Switchel or uh, whatever you call it. But... They call it haymakers out there. Okay, okay. And they even say after a long day's work in the old days, working, there was one thing that was just able to relieve you and quench that thirst, and that was haymakers tea. Yeah. And I'm 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 on board with it. I love this stuff, even so, though the past. So what week, kind of what kind of tea are we talking? Is it like a sweet tea? Is it like a green tea? Oh no no, it's the Switchel that we talked about. It's uh it's oh, a oh yeah yeah, which is which is kind of like a wassail, but for the summer. Yeah, I got me uh again. Yeah. You're bringing your wassail into this, dude. Dude, I'm telling you, wait once what when you try wassail, you'll be like, this is the holidays. I gotta I gotta I gotta really find out what this wassail is. Uh, but it's apple cider vinegar. It's about I do about cl- probably two tablespoons in there, and then it's a splash of pure maple syrup. Let's not fuck around. And yeah, uh, dude. and then the last part, I just uh, sprinkle in a little uh, a little ground ginger, and uh, that yeah. right there is your haymaker's tea. Yeah, and it's just it's refreshing and delightful. Yesterday, I was cleaning the pool so the kids could go in it because uh, the AC is out here. <laughs> yeah, I know. As as Trent usually is sitting there with his testicle sweating, saying, "Yes, tell me again about this mythical and magical thing that you say you have a machine that makes yeah. cold air." <laughs> Why would? You- why would you want the air cold, Will? This is this is again. We're talking about witchcraft here. I know, right? I I, I got to say, it's not a big block of ice with a fan in front of it either. It's uh, yeah. Hey, I tell you what, don't knock it till you try it, buddy. Okay, well, you know, I'm at the point right now. I'm ready to sit on one. We're uh, yeah. I think we're going to get 93 today and 100 tomorrow. Oh, good lord. And uh, maybe already? S- yeah, maybe sometime Holy in the well, shit, we're dude. Com- we're coming up on June, Trent, and. Even though they say we've we've at least finally broke free of our drought for a little bit here, you know, it's still it it gets fucking hot. Yeah, Ugh. I'm not gonna lie, uh, but I did get excited this morning, Trent. You know, the backyard's been getting uh, renovated for a long time. Yes. So yesterday I was uh, cleaning the pool for the kids to be able to go in the pool, and I came in yeah. had the had the haymakers, and uh, now I've been drinking that ever since. Yeah. Uh, but um. Uh, the backyard itself has been it's been going through a, a rejuvenation and a cleaning it's 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 going through a, a spring cleanse if you will well i think we're finally getting to the point where i might be able to get the backyard presentable like oh, okay. uh well i've got uh stacks of this is the fun of being me i've got stacks of bags of concrete in the backyard that have been covered by a tarp because i naively thought that would preserve them um so i'm gonna have some very creative stepping stones all around the rest of my yard <laughs> it's a, bi- a big solid rock now isn't it not a, not a big not a big solid one it can be pieced out but that's fine yeah, because it a turns crumbly stone if yeah, you will we actually got the f- uh, had to replace the fence on both sides i've already told this story but on the uh, if I'm facing the back of the backyard, the neighbor on the right, uh, or if I'm facing the house, either way, uh, it doesn't matter where the hell I am, and, and nobody really cares. Uh, but anyway, the <laughs> fence between his and mine, I don't know why, but each one of the lots, the the um, ground level is just a little bit higher than the next. 
Yeah. I don't know why they offset them. So since I've got the pool in that area and for the future, future thoughts of irrigation, one of the things I do have to do is I kind of need to dig a trench between the posts and probably put about two sacks high anyway along the fence line in those areas to help uh, control uh, both, uh, you know, holding back the dirt as well as, uh, you know, stemming some right. irrigation flow going from one yard to the other. Yeah. Uh, but then, like I said, you know, there's a bunch of unfinished areas around the pool that I can now utilize these things. A little bit of gravel, a little bit of sand, drop the yep. bag in there, yep. wet it down, make sure it gets cured, then strip away the paper. So it's it's nothing's lost is my point. Yeah, nothing is fucked here, dude. No, nothing at all. Uh, and uh, I just I also read an article today how I can use some of those or I can just use uh, chicken wire and some bars to also make some decorative stone in the backyard for really cheap, uh, which I'm excited. And we've already talked about using the old fence boards to make a nice uh, skirt. Uh, around the pool to make it look a little more natural, give it a little organic feel by kind of building a, a, a fence skirt around it when you look at it. Well, and sometimes it's nice because you just want to look up the skirt, and then you'll have that that opportunity. Yeah, this one's uh, only things there is black widows. Nobody wants to look there. <laughs> Do you have black widows, really? Yeah, they are in the area. That's Ooh. why. That's why the the fence line will regularly be um, sprayed. Oh, also, sprayed yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's good because now through. Um, through uh, what's the term I'm looking for here? I guess through Q3. three uh, through desperation comes oh. innovation. So sure. I'm I'm actually excited about these things. The only bitch of it is the air conditioning not working. So necessity is the mother of all invention. But that's the nice thing about having the pool, Trent. Because if I don't mind having to clean the filter a little sooner, no matter what work I'm doing in the yard, as long as what I'm wearing is a bathing suit and a shirt, yeah. pitch in the pool, come out, yeah, rinse so, it off, man. Ain't so damn hot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're good to go. Anyway, these are all the things going on in my life nobody gives two craps about. But, I don't know. But Trent. Especially, hit- especially, you know, like I was I was stoked because I fixed an office chair so I didn't have to go buy one. I'm not building a fucking chair. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm Well, yeah, and I'm building that's, that's, benches. That's pretty rad, dude. That's pretty rad. Recognize, bitches. Yeah. Why did I get cool. so hostile so fast? It must be I the haymakers. That's yeah, fine. <laughs> anyway, Trent, I'm super excited. As I was saying, I, it feels like months ago now, uh, but it was just a couple minutes. We uh, we uh, uh, we have now both seen the same movie. Yeah. Because around so, Valentine's some, not, Day. Not li- all of them. There's, I'm still catching up on a couple, but some, 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 some that should have been seen a long time ago. Yes. Well, this one in particular, uh, the, the pool of dead has yeah, finally, dude. as a matter of fact, folks, I'm not going to lie. Part of the reason why we're starting a little after two o'clock is because yeah. Trent literally just got done watching Deadpool. Yeah. I, I, I turned it off, walked downstairs. Here I am. There you are. Just <laughs> wave to your tenant. Hello. Don't mind me. Yep. yep. Just, uh, you're going to come in here. I will be leaving my pants on this time. Yes. Well, you know, it's customary. If you see he's wearing pants. Masturbation station. Oh, well, right. that doesn't make it being in your tenant's area any more awkward, by the way. Well, you know, it's a, you know, no, it doesn't. Just don't leave him a shower flower. Call back. <laughs> right. Trent, you're fresh off seeing Deadpool. What I'm right now, I'm excited to hear about what's going on in your mind after seeing yeah. it. Yeah. Dude, here's the thing. Um... First, first, so I'll give you a little background here. I think um, being so close to like the 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 comics industry in one way or another for so long, I've kind of I've fallen out of love with Deadpool um, uh, through oversaturation, if you will. Yeah, maybe, and I don't know if it's oversaturation or or if it's um, yeah, no, it, it is. It's it's oversaturation, and it's it's uh. Like, for example, it wasn't as bad at the last Comic-Con I went to, but the one prior to that, I'll bet at least, oh, I don't know, one-third of everyone there was dressed up like a Deadpool. And that's fine, but uh, when when the majority of that one-third of the entire audience is in character the entire time, it just it wears on your nerves a little bit. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's on top of that, I... I used to have so many um, mothers come into the comic book shop and say, hey, my son says he really likes Deadpool. I'd like to pick up uh, a Deadpool comic book for him. And I'd say, well, how old's your son? And she's like, he's eight. 
Let me tell you right now, lady, you don't want a Deadpool comic for him. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> this is a bad idea, lady. <laughs> I was just, actually, I was just pondering on that circumstance you were talking about before. Because, I mean, the, what you're mapping out is imagine having one third of an entire gigantic hall crammed at, to oh. the ass with people. And yep. every one of them is a Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and everyone thinks that, they, that, that they're all just as funny. And just as quippy, and oh, anyway. Um, that said, the movie um, helped me to shed all those all those uh, hipster pretenses of liking something because everyone else liked it, and get back to like why why it is fun, and 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 I think they nailed it perfectly. That that was for me. Like I was able to sit down, shed any like baggage I was carrying for the character, and just fucking really laugh out loud and enjoy the hell out of it. Well, that's good, man, and and I think that's the way it is. As a matter of fact, I, I, and I'll say this again, for the movie that it's uh, uh, of, of the character it's about, yeah. I think the opening sequence is just perfect. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, uh-huh, I totally agree. I mean, uh, right down to the uh, card titles for people like the screenwriter yeah. written by the real heroes here, still my favorite one. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but also the very the first time we ever see our hero in this. Okay, this is uh, the hero's journey is the story of of Deadpool. You know, this is what it is. It is yeah, it's not really a hero's journey because well, his, this anti-hero's journey. Right. Yeah. So the first time we're seeing our wonderful anti-hero, uh, he's it's actually in a teabag situation, and we're seeing the teabag. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, and and I don't know, like. It's it's just so great because I I there there are references in there, only a couple that I had to look up, but for the most part, like, but they were kind of older references too, like like there was a Heaven's Gate reference, which I just I fucking I love Heaven's Gate. I think it's one of the most interesting things, um, ever. Plus their their website is still up if you want to check it out. Yeah, I, can you explain that to me? No, wait, don't. We'll get lost off off. Right, of no, Deadpool. seriously, dude. I have I have no idea. Is it like in memoriam or something? Yeah, I, I I don't know. I don't know how or who is funding it. And it is one of the creepiest reads if you do decide to troll through it, and you see how they're specifically looking for the actual types that they're recruiting. Right down, you oh, know, totally. uh, the reclusive nerd who doesn't fit in. You know, yeah. I I'm going to Absolutely. give you a message of love and family and hope. And yeah. Mm, I, I think in, in the uh, in the recruitment industry we call that low hanging fruit. Yeah, Trent. Let me. <laughs> That's right. You have an experience in recruiting. Um, well, I got to tell you too, Trent. Uh, you know, I'm just saying uh, we've been. I've been looking at different. I'm actually interested in growing our audience for once. Oh sure, 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 sure. I, I don't know why, and uh, because of that, I've been looking at different scenarios and things, and and yeah. it, and so. <laughs> You know, it, I'm starting to think maybe I, there might be some lessons to learn there. Well, you know what? If you if you can't beat them, join them. <laughs> I don't know if that applies, but I don't think thing. it does. Really, I really Definitely don't think, think it does. Um, you know, I got to say too that uh, the entire opening sequence of Deadpool, the way it uh, it goes right from this interesting animation into just the quietness of sitting in the back of a cab. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. And then into what else it does, which is, I mean, because realistically, it, part of this movie is showing the real people that have been waiting for this movie something they've already seen because yes. of the leak. Which, yep. which, yeah, yeah. Ryan Reynolds has said in an interview he's seventy percent sure he didn't leak it. <laughs> which you know that's that's a that's a pretty that's a pretty sure you know what I mean. Hmm. That's that's not like pH uh, balance for her, but strong enough for a man, sure. But it's pretty sure. Yeah, I like it, I, and I'm sure it was actually the the director uh, who did it, Tim Miller. But it's a uh, Miller. Yeah, I, I got to at least say that the movie was definitely in the hands of people that wanted to bring something about the character out. I think the only thing that I personally missed, um, huh? and it's it's that moment where you expect Deadpool to have the the something that happens that makes him fracture. Do you know what like, I mean? Like, like, oh, to where, to where, like, to make to where we where we actually see him like crack mentally. Yeah, exactly. That that moment he has that's to. True. That, that's true. It, it was omitted. Like we see when it happened, but we but we there's a big jump in between, like you know the 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 transformation and like how he's dealing with it. 
Well, I think, and if I were to put any point on it, it might be at the moment where he has been basically stuck to a burning building by rebar. And and he has to look in the face of somebody else that he has bonded with. Yeah, his his buddy, yeah. And in that moment, he's having to watch his buddy die with the idea that he may or may not survive this. So he may himself be dying as well. Right. So maybe that's what it is. But I also think that there wasn't, uh, for me personally, there wasn't enough of the manicness of Deadpool in the actual Deadpool character in the movie, but I think that that is okay. It gave us little moments and little elements of fourth wall breaking, which was good. I think it was, basically, I think it was well-balanced out for Hollywood. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, and, 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 you know, it's, it's, it's what I tell everyone all the time, like, um, uh, comic book movies are not made for comic book fans, um, because if they were, they would be a failing industry just like comic books. You know, Trent, I got to tell you, though, when you finally get to see Captain America Civil War. Oh, yeah, dude, I cannot wait. Oh, speaking of which, oh, shit, comic books this week. Oh, yeah, that's right, dude. And I find this amazing because I heard this news and I w- I admit at first I was like, fucking what? Fucking it- actually, you know what it was? Here's the reaction I had. The reaction I had was the same point where I learned that Dr. Octopus was going to be inside of Peter Parker's body <laughs> uh-huh. and now be posing or be acting as the superior Spider-Man. Uh-huh. I remember the reaction I had. And yeah. then this week some news dropped and I had a, now I know I had a similar reaction. And because of what I have learned since then, I now know it doesn't matter. I'm in good hands. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so that said, Trent, what happened this week? Uh, so, um, so for the, the past few years, Captain America's well, Steve Rogers, uh, lost his uh, super soldier strength serum, and so he's basically been like a what's a what's not an octogenarian, but if you're ninety, fucking then, old. Yeah, something you know, almost a centurion, and um. He uh so and then he finally gets his his uh his power comes back and which is great because now we still have Sam Wilson Captain America and then they start this brand new title which is uh Steve Rogers Captain America so we still get to have the two separate caps um and then at the end we find out oh shit Cap's a sleeper agent for Hydra and somehow has been yeah the entire for time a long time yeah maybe. At least, you know, we think. Well, the thing that happens in the comic book is, uh, you know, it, it, there is a moment where it's the last panel where yep. he's ta- he's got a Hydra guy in there with him, and, and it's Captain America saying, Hail Hydra. And one Hail of the Hydra. things they show in the comic book is that Steve Rogers' mom, uh, freshly from getting away from her abusive husband, I think, uh-huh. once again, Captain America, always looking out for the little guy. Always, dude. Uh, is recruited by a young Hydra organization at that time looking to help out and support, you know, the community outreach. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, mm-hmm. the thing, now, the internet lost its shit about this. Oh, did they ever? Uh, first of all, people were just pissed off about it, uh, recontextualizing this character that represents uh, everything that is wholesome and good about America. Uh, I think uh, there was also another take on it that the uh, creators, both Kirby and I don't remember who the other guy is. Was it Ditch? No, Simon. Oh, Simon. Uh, both of, uh, they're both Jewish. And they are. to suddenly have Captain America, their creation, associated with a Nazi-affiliated organization. A little upset about it from that yeah. angle. Yeah. Uh, but guys, I, I'm going to say it again. I, I was so upset when I heard the news. Uh-huh. That Dr. Octopus. <laughs> and then this good friend of mine, this guy yeah. in Utah, he he, uh-huh. he for my birthday or for Christmas, I don't remember which one it was, he sends me this uh, graphic novel that's a compilation of the Superior Spider-Man run. Yeah. Yeah. And holy crap, was that great. It's fucking awesome. It's one of the best Spider-Man stories we've had in a long time. It it was it was enough to get me back into Spider-Man, Trent. Yeah, I yeah. wasted uh, like money for a year on Spider-Man comics. Yep. 
because of that, because of you, sp- and I shouldn't say wasted. You know, I got well, entertainment know. out of them. It's, it's 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 a drug. Or actually, I may I actually I may have been picked it up earlier. I think I kind of came back uh, during uh, Blackest Night slash uh, Brand New Day. So yeah. uh, of the DC and then yep. the uh, Marvel uh, Persuasion. And then I, I just kind of fell off because, you know, three times a month. And if you're only able to stop by yep. your comic shop once every three months, they don't like that. Yep. And then and then you've got this undaunting stack of comics. You're like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I don't have. And, and, then and I don't want to be that. Re- I don't want to be that guy. I still admit it. Yes, I didn't want to be that guy reading comic books on the commuter train. Well, and, and by the time you've got a, a, a big stack like that, like the trade has already come out. <laughs> and that's more manageable anyway. Yeah, exactly. So. Anyway, I uh, but that event did get me back into it for a little while, and it was great. And I admit that uh, Crow, when prepared properly with the right sauce, uh, tastes gamey but is manageable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and that's, I mean, uh, um, talking with um, Chad Harden, who's the artist on um, Harley Quinn, and he lives here in, in Utah. Um, I was doing a panel, and um, someone asked a question. I can't remember exactly what it was, and he just kind of explained, like, there's, 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 so you've got this center core of, of what a character is. And then you'll always, you know, the farther you go out, you know, the more interest it raises, but to keep readers around, you have to go back to the solid always. So there's always, there's always going to be this up and down, up and down. Um, that'll, that'll bring the characters back to who they are to, to a jumping off point, because that's the relatable part about them. That's, that's the part that, that fans enjoy about them. Well, and, um, and now we live yeah. in a world too, where we know the status quo will always return because we have the Marvel, uh, cinematic universe. Totally. Absolutely. So yeah. guys, it, it, whatever happens, I, it, this is one panel. And sure, maybe he has been a part of Hydra all along, but even that can be recontextualized in different uh, uh, evidence. Yeah. Uh, to say he's been part of Hydra all along is a standalone comment could be interpreted that he's been a spy this whole time. Yeah. To say that he's been a member of Hydra this whole time because he and his mother were brought into the organization when it was very young is another. <laughs> Um, if, if anyone wants to just have a good laugh and, and to, so, and this is, this is great that you brought up, um, the, the superior Spider-Man because the, the writer of that Dan slot, um, I mean, people fucking love their Spider-Man, you know what I mean? And so he, yeah, I he, know because I watched civil <laughs> war and cried. He, he Dan slot had to like stop doing Twitter for a while. Um, because of just the, the crazy shit that was and death threats and shit like that, that was happening during, um, superior Spider-Man. In fact, he, he, I, I, I watched an interview with him <laughs> where he like, he, there was like this little kid that came up to him and said, is, is Peter Parker really gone? And he had to lie to the kid <laughs> and say, yes, Peter Parker's gone forever. That is when a part of you dies inside. But, uh, just a little one. But the writer for Cap, who is fucking, I love Nick Spencer. I've uh, I've met him a couple of times. He's just he's a really funny dude. He's an awesome writer, um, and he's also been doing the um, the Sam Wilson Captain America, which if you want to if you want to look at like, man, contemporary America and 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 viewpoints about race and inequality um, played out in a superhero book, check that out. But his Twitter feed. Has he has handled this like such a fucking pro throughout this whole thing? I'm looking at one right now that says, uh, this came out on the 25th, so on on uh, the day it came out, I can't respond to 9,000 tweets per second, but if I could, I would say I admire your passion. (laughs) That is, ladies and gentlemen, that's how you handle it. Oh, he's like, and everything he's done has, has just been really, really smart. Um, yeah, yep. That is yep, a spot it's, on it's commentary. Somebody, he's like, like the one guy uh, is is saying, so you're admitting it was nothing more than a gimmick to get people talking. Good to know. And then he says, well, by this definition, every story we've ever written is a, is a gimmick. Well, it, but it is because like you said, it is an industry totally, that totally. is in trouble. And unless you give people it folks, 
make no mistake, even though it's about people in tights and everything else, comic books are soap operas. And and you, absolutely, dude. And if you want to get people watching, you know, eventually the crazy twin has to be trapped down the well while the weather machine is threatening to destroy the entire world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. And 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 that's that's ugh, that's what's so funny. I just, I don't know. I think it's <laughs> he. Oh, the best. I think the best though um, was uh, an interaction he had on Twitter with um, Clark Gregg, who we all know as. Agent Colson. Agent Phil Colson. Right, right, right. Um, so uh, the first, first, uh, he said, I- "I'm sorry." This is Clark Gregg. Says, "I'm sorry." Steve Rogers said, "What?" Hashtag. I can't believe it. Don't believe it. Won't believe it. And um, Nick Spencer said his response. And this is after like you know, this is like on the 27th. So two days of just a sh- shit storm. And, and then he goes, "Okay, now I feel bad." <laughs> Well, you know that because Colson, uh, much like you, is is an ultimate Cap fan. Totally, dude, biggest I mean, fanboy ever. You both have, uh, you know, you have a, a a collector set of Captain America cards. Yes, yes, the, I do. It's a vintage set. Yeah, um, it's blood bloodstains and all. By the Just way, kidding. and so uh, not even by the way. Uh, so getting back to it, you yourself. Between the two of us, uh, I know as one of the biggest Captain America fans ever. Oh, I mean, well, thank you. I think. Well, definitely, no, no, and I mean that in a great way. And the thing that I love about this is, I even messaged Trent saying, "Has Marvel lost their freaking minds?" <laughs> uh-huh. And then I tipped him to what this was, and at which point he responded, "Oh, that's good, and it makes sense because you know he hasn't been Cap for a while." Yeah, yeah. So this will get people back into to reading Cap. Yeah. Well, and it, and it, and I mean. They're so goddamn smart. Um, uh, Tom Brevroot and and Casada and and the whole editorial team, like um, they were aware of uh, DC's new reboot, which is Rebirth, which which also came out this exact same day, mm-hmm. um, and it's really fucking good. And so they knew they had to up their their ante because they're kind of in between um, the events right now. And so they had to do something to give the shot in the arm to compete against the the rebirth stuff, and um, as as big of a deal as rebirth was and everything, USA Today, Huffington Post, everyone was talking about Captain America. So they, I mean, they did it. Yeah, I you know my hats off to them, and I, I got to say too that uh, it, I, you got to kind of hand it to DC as well. I have not read the rebirth comic. I admit it. I only read uh, basically the synopsis and yeah. the cool thing about it. And I think it's what they did is brilliant. It's so smart because yep, they it really were, is. They found a perfect way, and they found the perfect person uh, to make it possible. Because for the longest time, and, and I even mentioned this in my, uh, if you go to netheadsonair.com, I, I've got a write up on the season finale of Flash. Right. And I even say in there um, that Flashpoint, comma until recently, comma right. reboot the universe for the new Fifty Two. And in some ways, it still allows it to be a contributor because the Flashpoint uh, thing—spoilers, because I'm an asshole—the uh, it turns out that that Flashpoint drew the attention in a different uh, reality from none other than Watchmen's Doctor Manhattan. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Which is a is a concur- concurrent or like a parallel universe. Yeah. So it was just uh, it was just so well played by them. So now they've made it that the fifty two stuff can still exist. Exactly, and and is existing within it, and and that's what's so great too. Um, they on on the renumbering on a lot of the comics, so you'll get like Flash number one, um, with the the new rebirth. But we're gonna have action, and we'll have Superman number one. But we're back to Action Comics nine thirty eight. Yeah, yeah. So they're back back to that continuity. Like I, it's it's super smart. They're doing the same thing with like Detective Comics and Batman and stuff like that. It's I. It's a good good time to be reading comics. Well, the other interesting thing about the Rebirth one that I have heard, again, no firsthand knowledge, but what I read and then what I like about it, because I believe it was written by Jeff Johns, yes, is uh, is the fact that it it openly makes commentary of itself in being the business management of the DC universe. <laughs> uh, it is, I don't want to say satirical, but it does. It makes comments like. How the past ten years, there's just been a lack of happiness and hope. <laughs> That's in the comic. And the other thing cool about it too is that the narrator at the opening of the comic 
is Wally West, but it's not the Wally West you're thinking we, of. Yeah, exactly. It's the 80s Wally West that was the Flash for a lot of people. For a long time, man, yeah. And then Homeboy just poof, was gone, but now it turns out, where has he been? He's been in the Speed Force. I fucking yep. love the Speed Force shit, man. Oh, and they've, and they've oh man, they've, uh, the, the, the new 52 run of the Flash, the whole fucking thing has been so good, and the writers on it have done so great, and they've played so much with the Speed Force, and, and, and getting lost in the speed force and finding these pockets of reality within the speed force. Um, it's, I mean, and they're all out in trade. It's definitely worth picking up. And Trent, sure. now we can, we can transition smoothly in a way that would almost make it seem planned because we've made reference to this article twice. The season finale of the flash Trent did so many goddamn things. Uh, let me just tell you that it had hints of, I'm going to get you watching probably just yeah. this season finale. Before you watch anything else, Uh, it had elements of infinite crisis or crisis on infinite earths. Earth, right. It had essences of flashpoint. I'm not kidding. Okay. And we got to see on screen the black flash. Yeah. And they're, and they're, uh, they're the man in the black mask. Is that what they're referring to him? No, the iron, the man in the iron mask was, 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 actual jay garrick oh okay okay that's which which for those who don't know that's that's the original flash the uh, jsa flash and earth 2 flash yeah that's the one that we thought was coming through or was coming because we had seen the helmet with wings come through in the season one finale of the flash okay yeah, uh, yeah. And, but then the other brilliant thing they did is that they had that flash played by john uh wesley ship who was the flash from the night who plays henry allen but was also the flash from the uh 1990s uh version of the flash yeah the the, the one where we had um the, the first trickster yeah, which which interestingly enough was also because in this version of the Flash it was also the trickster right, and it yeah. was also Mark Hamill, which I yeah. love. Uh, uh, there's so many things this show does, but I got to say that the the reveal of turning Zoom, which by the way the last time we saw the Black Flash in the comics it was the corpse of Professor Zoom being turned into the the Black Flash in uh, Blackest Night, I believe. And it's funny, I think uh, my sister-in-law and brother-in-law are here to pick up their daughter. There was a sleepover, because I hear the dogs going apeshit. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> Only in live broadcasting, folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I got to say, that really excited me, too, because uh, way, way back when uh, Andrew Kreisberg was on Fat Man on Batman, one of the things uh-huh. he said in that interview was that uh, one of the things that they've done is uh, they realized, look, we're never going to get another shot at this, so let's just throw every freaking thing in we can if we think about it and we want to do it let's just go for it yeah and and one of those things in the last few moments of of zoom's life on the flash tv show uh he first of all in the final confrontation barry rips off half of the cheek and and mouth portion of the black of zoom's mask at at which point when i was watching it i went "Ah," like that literally out loud i'm not proud um, and <laughs> not one of my finer moments. No, and then when uh, these time wraiths come out of the Speed Force to re- seek retribution, uh, they go after Zoom, and that's when suddenly he—they seem to be draining his life essence or taking his skin, and it just goes full like skeletal face, and the, the black uh, flash emblems on the side of his head turn red, and the emblem on his chest goes from black on black to red on white. And I'm like, oh my god, the Black Flash! Yeah, I was yeah, so yeah. I was so giddy that I, you know, the thing is, I I'm I'm almost tempted next year to do one of those stupid reaction videos, right? Not to publish for anyone to see, but just to <laughs> just for my own just, edification that I'm just look- for some self some self awareness training. Yeah, that might actually be a form of therapy. I don't know, <laughs> or or the cause of some therapy. Yeah, that too. It could be. Uh, anyway, I was blown away from it. I cannot wait for you to uh, see it because uh, the last ten minutes are just heartbreaking. Oh man! And, and I and I and I'm such a, a, a fragile flower when it comes to superhero shit. Anyway. Yeah. Well, there. That's the thing about the Flash is that they're doing it right. Even and they kind of kept it up in this season too. You know, they it, they were once again holding each episode and the entire season like it's a, a comic book story. 
you know, the I know it has a oh, TV shows have three acts, but the way they even frame it is very comic book like on the the peaks and valleys of how the story travels. Right. So in that respect, I, I was in love with it. And then the things that we have seen on the show, because uh, basically the entire show started kind of on a, a Flashpoint inspired thing, which is uh, the death of Barry's mother, Nora Allen. Mom, right. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, this whole time, uh, how I, look, I, there's no other way to put it, Trent. I, I mean, I'm just going to go full on spoiler if you don't mind. Yeah, no, dude. I, hey, I live in a post spoiler world. He, uh, so Barry has in this season, Zoom also killed Henry Allen. Okay. Oh, right in okay. front of Barry, back in the same goddamn house. House. Yep. Same goddamn room. Yep. You know, because that was the difference between the two of them is that uh, Barry's mother was killed in the house when he was whisked away. And in this storytelling, uh, Hunter Zolomon was there in the room when his dad kills his mom in right. front of uh -huh. him, which is part of what really fucks him up. Right. So uh, uh, the long story short is uh, they end up stopping Zoom, uh, but now his dad is dead, his mom is dead. And in the story... Uh, they had this this uh, element they used called time fragments, and so okay, and that representing a version a version of a flash that exists in a point prior to this one, so they can come forward and experience things. So now you've got two of you in the same point somehow. I get lost in it and go cross-eyed, and and the long and short of it is that that one flash gets to stick around and save the day. And the other one kills himself to save the multiverse. Oh, shit. Yeah, which sounds familiar, right? Yeah, so, yeah. so that means this character now has lost uh, his father after having lost his mother 17 years ago. And then has also, there's a version of him that had to accept the fact that I have to die to save everyone I love. Right. You know, somebody that accepted death. So, I mean, he is just, he said he's hollow inside. And and Iris in that moment says, well, Barry, I'll wait for you. I love you. And he says, I love you, too. And she goes in the house and he says, and I'm sorry. That's why I have to do this. And then just Ugh. whoosh, time portal outside the house again. Lightning yeah, yeah. happens inside, except this time uh, reverse flash has got the knife in his hand and fucking Barry just charges in and takes him down. Got to do it, man. Yeah. And you can't. Oh, and it, Grant Gustin, his fucking delivery. Cause he just tells him, you're not going to kill her. You're never going to kill her again. Oh. oh, and then the most yeah. messed up moment, the season one self who stayed back and didn't save his mom. After he saves his mom, he opens the door. He looks at himself then he looks and sees his mom is still alive, and there's just like this little smile right he's before. Like, I, I, I figured it out. No, yeah. he, he's more like, oh god, she does get to, she gets to live, and at that point, he fucking fades out like a Back to the Future photograph. Oh no shit, really? No shit. So, That's dude, awesome. straight up Flashpoint has happened now, and it's the thing about it. The reason why I told you all of this, and the reason why I've ruined it for everyone on here, but you know what, folks, it's it's almost been a week. Come on now. Yeah. Um. The, the whole reason why I bring it up is because it, just the sudden realization that something they set up an entire uh, two seasons ago in on the very premise that they start the show on has now it's come full circle and brought us back to that very thing. They tipped us off at the very beginning. This was it, this is Flashpoint or at least part a strong element right, of yeah. it is. And and it still proves that it it it, it has. But the other thing that you realize why they have to do this, though, don't you, Trent? Um, for ratings? I don't know. They need something that could have major implications because uh, in a very interesting move, Supergirl has left CBS and will, That's be, right. will be on the CW next fall. will be on the CW now, yeah. So they need something, some cataclysmic event to help bring that Earth into this Earth. Yeah. Right? At least that's the way I figure it. So I mean, so essentially, you've got um, you've got the you've got the Flash on the CW. You've got Supergirl. It's gonna be on the CW. You've got Arrow. That's on the CW. Uh, the Legion of Superheroes on on CW. Close. DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Or Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, I wish it was the Legion of Superheroes. And by the way, that's one of the things they've said that because Supergirl is going to be on the network, it's going to be a four way crossover. 
Oh, okay. So this is, it, folks, this is comic books on TV at its finest because now they're fucking us and we got to make sure we we collect each issue yeah. to get the whole story. Yeah, you've got you've to do the whole thing. Which, I'll, I'll tell you what though, CW does a really good job at putting their content up for non-pay um, subscribers to watch. Really? I didn't know that, but yeah, you would. You're one of the cable cutters, right? Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. So when you when you get caught up, you'll be able to get caught up right. Right. <laughs> good. Yeah, I uh man, even just just telling you about those moments, I literally was getting goosebumps. Yeah. And uh, and man, I uh I got to say uh, well, you said it best, friend. It is a great time to be a comic book lover and be alive. It really is, man. I mean, I like, I wouldn't I wouldn't trade it for anything else. Yeah. I mean, maybe a handy once in a while, but other than that, dude, yeah, it's it's great. Well, you know, let's face it, folks. Uh, right now, comic book movies, they're the freight car that is just out of control coming to crush us and get all of our money. <laughs> oh, see, I thought I thought you were going to say it's like the abandoned freight car that, that like if you, uh, if you if you go to it the right time of day, you can get a handy for real cheap. That's where my mind went. I'm you, sorry. You know, I noticed your mind reflects a lot on the uh, opportunity to obtain a handy. Well, I'm just saying, you know, they're. It is what it is. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. You know, as long as you're willing to accept it, that's what counts, Trent. Yeah, yeah. That is what Trent. So uh, let's uh, let's loop it all the way back around, if you don't mind, sir. Um, let's let's let's, let's reach, reach it around. What's your final synopsis on Deadpool? How did you uh, how did you walk away from it? Yeah, I, I thought it was really good. There were uh, a, a couple of things that kind of pulled me out of the film, which is weird because it pulls itself out of the film. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I give it. Uh, Four and a half stars out of five. Wow, that's not bad, especially yeah. from a from a comic book critic like yourself. Yeah, yeah, for you know, and and it even it I had a part where I welled up a little bit where where he goes, and I'm just looking at you like it's like it's the first time I've ever seen you trying to memorize every uh, part of your face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that was the shocking thing was that a Deadpool movie actually had heart. Yeah. Yeah, had some heart. I tugged on the old feelers a little bit. Yeah, I think. Uh, well, I'm now I'm dying to hear it. So, what are the moments that pulled you out? Um, the the Colossus design. Okay, I'm not a fan of um proportions on it. Like he's, it's weird because uh, for as tall as he is, they've got him like his his chest is really narrow and his shoulders are really narrow. Um, he like he should just be wider. Well, you know, not to mention that Colossus was had the name just because he was a slightly larger than bigger individual, but you know, he could turn his entire body into metal. Yeah, and we never see him not metal. Yeah, no. Well, you know, because then you'd have to have an actor to pay for that. So instead, exactly. he's just at a CG character the whole time. Yep, yep. That uh, you can pay. Yep. Yeah. The only moment that really kind of affected me, well, his accent was a little much, but yeah, it, yeah, yeah. But the, it was his his accent. Call you. <laughs> Yes, that is true. It is Yakov Smirnoff with a little oh. testosterone thrown in. Yeah. Um, and the only other thing, and I, I said this before when I was talking to uh, Josh Shifter in one of the past episodes, uh, the only other thing that really took me out of it was, uh, for some reason, just that setup scene for the uh, the scrapyard, as they call it, which they're clearly taking apart a helicarrier. Right. But uh, but I don't know. There was something about the green screen in that first setup moment where they're approaching and like, well, that's definitely a matte animation if I ever saw yeah. one. Yeah. Like, there, I mean, there there were some spots you can tell where they where they overspent the budget. And it's very interesting to see how the, the, the there were parts in the film that had a lot more money spent opening of the film to, say, the end of the film. Um, but I'll tell you what. Uh, I've often thought about having a chain on a motorcycle brake and having it like hit something and I saw it take a guy's head off. So I, 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 that alone, I was like, okay, this gets a pass. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll accept it. And you know, uh, like we said, I think Ryan Reynolds did it just enough. He wasn't, you know, full on Ryan Reynolds. And I think he was a little more Deadpool and, and there was like, even in that opening scene, I just uh, love the moment, you know, like bad Deadpool and then he shoots another guy good Deadpool good Deadpool yeah yeah, yeah. or uh -huh. the one where the guy that shoots him in the ass he ends up like shooting him four times and he's like stupid worth it worth it yeah <laughs> I, I, I really liked a lot of it um yeah and I think I think it has potential uh for the future as well so I think yeah, as oh, long as it's too, the yeah. same team we're in good hands yeah no I agree I agree I would I would I would love love to see um uh some uh Jerry Duggan in there writing 
um, some Deadpool, even if he was just consulting, um, that would be awesome. He's one of my favorite Deadpool writers, so that would be nice. See, and look, you were even able to come back and say, you know, that this is even a good Deadpool writer. After the rest of the world spoiled Deadpool for you, you still retain that nugget. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. I yeah. would have. I would and, and it's, it's a good, good friend of uh, Matt Mira's as well. Oh, very nice. Very yeah. nice. M- Myra. Yeah. Oh, by the way, too, one of the things uh, I, I'd like to mention, uh, only because I have one, is uh, I, I got the cutest thing. Uh, I'm probably not going to find it while we're on the air because when you have a toddler in the house, you suddenly find yourself shifting everything on your desk around a lot. Yeah. Well, it's it's yeah because it could it could get into the smallest of hands very easily. I'm guessing. Yeah. See, like I'm I'm not finding what I want, but interestingly enough, so like this is a standard button that comes with a loot crate package. Uh-huh. And apparently, um, during the April 2016 Quest one, apparently I got the limited edition gold-plated uh-huh. one. I found that out because I read the little magazine that comes in there. Yeah. Um, anyway, what I have somewhere around here is a little character pin, and it's of teenage Jensen Carp as a rapper in, in one of his yes. most forlorn moments. And I've got that as a pin because I pre-ordered his book that I cannot wait to read. I can't wait for it to drop. It's uh June sixth, yeah. Kanye West owes me three hundred dollars. Three hundred bucks, yo. And I also got a little preview for those of you listening to us live. Uh, tonight's episode of Hollywood Babylon that's going to drop. There's a little guest in by Jensen there pushing the book as well. Why you don't say? Yeah, so it'll be nice to hear him back on the uh, Smodco Network. Yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, it, funny, I uh, I just did an interview with him about his um, uh, documentary short that he did, uh, produced by Scott and Zach. Very nice. Uh, which is on BigShinyRobot.com if anyone wants to check that out. That sounds... Great, docu- great, fun documentary. It's about wrestling. It's about a um, uh, two friends who love wrestling, and they have a weird, a unique relationship because uh, one of them is blind. And so he can only um, enjoy wrestling through the announcing of his friend sitting right next to him. Oh, my gosh. So his friend basically paints a visual picture for him yep. every time on everything that's going everything, on. Yeah. And so, yeah. And, and they go to live shows all the time and he just sits there right next to him and just like bark, like tells, like tries to say what's going on the whole time all the way through. It's, it, it's only like a, like a 15 minute documentary. It's, it's like, it's a tearjerker, man. It's really fucking cool. Dude, that guy's entire relationship with his friend is a YouTube reaction video. Yeah, totally. Yeah, 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 totally. I yeah, mean, and this guy cool. this guy must be, you know, immediately upon learning about this story, I would integrate this guy into the, the shot calling of, oh, of, totally. of it. Like, make him an alternative, because uh, they have that. They have that assistive, yeah. assisted description, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They've got the the play by play and color announcement and everything, and it, it's great because they bring in. Uh, uh, they were able to coordinate with uh, Jim Ross, who was like the announcer, like the play by play caller of all wrestling fans there are, and he comes in and, and and surprises them, and they get a chat with him, and he gives them advice, and 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 you know, in the interview, uh, Jensen talks about how like you know this this kid's got a career, and he's so focused, like he's they're they're both gonna go on and tackle some cool stuff, and and the um uh, Des the 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 fan that's blind, like he's doing a podcast now, and and he's getting fairly big to where like uh, people on the indie circuits were like seeking him out to be on their on his podcast and stuff. It's 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 just a really really cool um look at a unique piece of fandom it's you know it's really nice to uh it's really nice to hear that that good things happen to good people in this world and i really wish we could have more of that well and it's and it's cool too like um uh jensen did this like he financed the whole thing had no place to to publish it or anything he just he just knew like when he met these two dudes he's like this needs to this story needs to be told and so like he pulled all the like some strings he could paid for it all and then and then um uh, he put it up on Vimeo and then, you know, he's a contributor for Rolling Stone. So they were able to, to put it out on uh, their website and everything for him. Oh, that is super cool. So, yeah. so we could, if we went to big shiny robot, we could read your article that could also jump us to a place where we could actually yep. watch yeah, it. Yeah. In fact, I've got, I've got the video just embedded there that you can watch the whole thing. So, oh, sweet. There you go. Look folks helping yeah. you out one little thing at a time right there. Yeah. Well, but yeah, know- yeah. Um, and, and the only, yeah, it, back, back to your pin, uh, he's, he's been doing a lot of those pins on his website. Yeah. I've got a lot of them. I've actually got the, uh, Kermit sipping, uh, t- actually, you know what? Can I reach every yeah, time yeah, I, yeah, yeah. every time yeah. I step outside of my comfort zone here in the studio, shit breaks though. So, 
<laughs> Maybe we'll just show those for an. Oh no, there is my bag. Okay, so you say something for one second. I'll reach over there. Yeah. So uh, anyway, for those of you I who have don't to go know, grab Jensen Carp, my sack. Jensen Carp, uh, formerly Hot Carl, uh, he got a record deal with Interscope um, at like age nineteen. Um, uh, grew up in Hollywood in, and and was you know for for a while had his podcast get up on this uh, was on um, Smodcast. If you want like. If you want to see what it was like growing up in Hollywood, like like going to high school in Hollywood, he's got the craziest stories, um, just just about like actors and stuff when they were teenagers. That for him are just like, yeah, it was it was so and so who had a locker down the hall from me. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just my buddy. It's James Con's son. Yeah, he oh. he like fingered a girl when he was twelve. It was crazy. <laughs> Well, thanks for bringing that up, Trent. Uh, that's okay, st- like that story has stuck with me so much. So I'm gl- so glad I could step away to do a visual thing on a podcast. But yeah, uh, here uh, for those of you watching the video, you can see the pins that I have. I have got, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got the Rock holding his fanny pack. I've got Kermit sipping tea because it's none of his business. I've got the Blockbuster video pin. I think it's version two. I'll come back to that. And then your favorite knockoff T-shirt from the flea market from like 1985 till today yep. is the gangster version of uh, Bugs Bunny and uh, the Tasmanian Devil. Yeah, 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 dude. And with, yes, with I, like, I am a... Dressed for- like, yeah, dressed like Criss Cross. Their clothes are on yeah. backwards. And by the way, yes, I am a 45-year-old man that has a Batman patch on his back. Deal with it. Uh, that's what I say. So the version of this one, I think, is... Yep, it's the Goonies. That's what's on the videotape uh, case from okay. Blockbuster Video. How dope is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love his pins. And you can find those... Uh, just uh, Google Patty Lapel, I think, is what it's called. Yep. And uh, yeah, I love them, though. The problem is I can't go there because then I want to get pins. So I need, <laughs> I need to find my little hot Carl or Jensen or whatever he is around here and uh, get them on my bag. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, get it on there, man. Yeah, by the way, um, next week or the week after, we maybe either have a t- complete disruption in broadcasting or we may be uh, doing it like catching us live would be on a Saturday instead of a Sunday or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something. Uh, I got to do some traveling soon. So, traveling uh, around. Just saying, for the next two weeks, we're playing it by ear. That's it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. anyway, uh, boy, we really kind of hit a lot of topics in this hour, didn't we, Trent? We did. Oh, one last thing, kind yeah. of comic book and tech related. Um, so Comixology, who is owned by Amazon and who basically does the digitization of all comic books now, like they are like, even though you've got your Marvel app, Comixology is, is doing it all for them. Um, they just released a Comixology unlimited subscription. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can go in and, uh, for $6 a month, you get like unlimited, well, an, uh, an unlimited, it's it's basically like Netflix, so it's limited to what they have available. Um, and so there is there is some DC and there's some Marvel, but mostly you're gonna get a, a ton of 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 like um, uh, Image and IDW and Viz and uh, Top Cow and so all that stuff. Uh, that, like if you're big into indie comics, um, for six dollars a month, this is a killer deal. And and they've and they've already figured out how the interface should work through all their other stuff that they've done. So, um, yeah, if you just go to Amazon.com, Comixology's unlimited subscription, it's a killer deal. That sounds great, too, if you want to get caught up on any of the old things of, totally. uh, of, of some comic book that you've uh, missed recently. Yep. Or in sure. the past, or, or whatever it is they have available. I'd be open to checking that out. Yeah, it, well, and that's and that's great, because if you the, the Marvel subscription, um, I think... Uh, I'm on a different on an old plan, but the the one now is is like eleven dollars a month. Still a great deal if you know if you're reading three comics a month. Um, but uh, for six dollars a month, that's that's cheap. I love it. Now the brick and mortar is out of your mind. You're like fucking yeah. digital comics, bitches. Yeah, just like bring it on, man. Embrace it. Embrace the chaos. But also, <laughs> but I mean, that that said, I, I'm still spending you know probably a hundred dollars a month. <laughs> At Dr. Volts in Salt Lake. Aw, that's sweet, though. That's nice. Yeah. I like that. Uh, anyway, folks, thank you very much for uh, joining us through this episode of uh, NetHeads. I know I, I've had a wonderful time. I hope you did, too. Yeah, I did. Good. That's oh, all that you counts. Oh, you mean, you mean them. Yeah, them, too. Oh, I get confused sometimes. <laughs> yeah, them, too. That's, <laughs> that's how much I embrace the audience. Yeah, them, too. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but uh, thank you very much. Uh, as always, please uh, spread the word. Let everyone uh, you know that you like NetHeads and try and get them to subscribe, too. We just want them to subscribe and download. Don't give two, if They don't have to listen at all, oh, all right? Just download it. Just download it. That's all we're looking for. Maybe yeah. a five-star review here and there. Uh, but yeah. the great news is that you can find us at NetHeads on air.com. You can find us at YouTube.com. But the best place to find us, where it's always free and funny, Trent, where the hell is that? Smodcast.com. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker signing off. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. NetHeads. NetHeads. We'll be back soon. Goodbye. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com. You notice there's a little more of a laid-back sound in my voice when I'm not sitting here worrying about trying to make this video go to that video and do this thing and that thing? Well, you know, man, there's something just simple as a simple does, you know? Well, yeah, and that's the point. Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. Kiss. Right? Kiss. I mean, you've even done that. You're like, you know what? I'm not I'm not sitting in front of the camera anymore. Fuck that no. shit. The camera's yeah. to my left, and that's where it's going to be. Yeah, that's it works for me, you know, and... Um, you know, if if you want, maybe we could do like a we could do a SWOT analysis of it later on and, and see how if it, how it's going to work out for us. Wait, do a what? A SWOT analysis. What is that? Um. Uh. So it's it's a way of um tackling topics. Um. Usually used in like um businesses. So you look at your strengths, your weaknesses, your opportunities, and threats. So oh. you know. Uh, it's 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 referenced uh, heavily in a few episodes of uh, Silicon Valley this last season. <laughs> That's true. I like I'd never heard of Skunk Works either. Yeah. So so when um so oh a perfect example when they're deciding whether or not they should um tell the guy that his trajectory is completely wrong on his uh on that jump off of the the building they're going through a SWOT analysis. <laughs> <laughs> where they're talking about fucking his his girlfriend and everything. <laughs> oh, if he man. died as as one as one as a as an opportunity. Yeah, by the way, folks, uh, if you want to enjoy something that you don't have to pay anything for, there is a just a horribly delicious five minute tirade by TJ oh, Miller. God, dude. And uh Trent, where did you you recently shared that, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just on just on Facebook. Uh gosh. Yeah. It's it's from HBO's YouTube page. I'll, I can tweet it out. It's, oh, speaking of which, T.J. Miller, man, I wanted more T.J. Miller in my Deadpool. Yeah, right? Because they're just, uh, seriously, there wasn't enough. And the thing that I love most about him is he was still a fourth wall breaking character, but in a much more subdued manner. Yep, totally. Yep, yeah, yeah. Like, like it's it, it works so great because you could totally see like those two being friends in real life. Yeah, and the other nice thing, too, is that his last line in this big, big movie is, so you want to get fucked up? Yeah. <laughs> We should just make that our sign off now. Everyone, everyone. Really, we should be. Yeah. So, so you want to get fucked up? You want to get, get fucked up? <laughs> <laughs>